Hello, apa khabar semua? Salam sejahtera. I'm so happy to be here back in Putrajaya after about uh, months away, right? Yeah, been two months since I last saw you. Mira. Hello, everyone. Welcome to this week's bonus episode. Uh, it's not a full-length one, mainly because my dad really wanted to touch on this subject. And he literally just arrived when we recorded this episode, and he was like, "Ying, come, let's spend 15 to 20 minutes recording his thoughts." So I guess uh, this is sort of fresh off the cuff for you, an exclusive insight into the latest developments within the political crisis in Malaysia. Happy listening. Um, hello, everybody. Uh, welcome to this episode. Um, apologies for missing out on the past few weeks, but my dad has been out of touch. Pa, maybe you can give us an update of where you've been. Oh, okay. I had gone back to my constituency in Patusapi, uh, which is uh, in the greater part of Sandakan, and that uh, I had been busy uh, distributing the goodies. At the bantuan uh, to all the needies uh, in Matusapi, and that has taken most of my time because I have to be at the various places uh, and also to meet up with all those uh, masjid people for the berbuka. I also give them bantuan, berbuka, and, and that two weeks has been quite uh, quite busy. So I I also have problem with the internet in my kawasan, and then unfortunately I wasn't able to uh, communicate uh, effectively. Through the uh, internet, through WhatsApp, but uh, what I did in my Facebook was that I recorded some of the uh, videos and then uh, it was uploaded. Yeah. So if you can tell now, the audio is much better because my dad is actually here with me in person. So yeah, he's here in Putrajaya now um, on a very different mission. <laughs> now, yeah. yeah you... Okay. The reason I'm <clears throat> back here early. Is to make preparations to go to Parliament on the 18 May, and as soon as I got out from the aeroplane, and I was notified uh, through the WhatsApp group that the Speaker of the House has sent a notice to us to say that the 18 May sitting is only for Tita Diraja. That means uh, only the King's speech. This is uh, very much a uh, 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 shocking news to many of us, and also, uh, you know, at the same times when I thought about it, it's not surprising because the presence. Uh, Government uh, is very scared of the motion that had been filed by me and also by the Yang Bahormat Langkawi, Tun Dr Mahadil. In my usul, I'm challenging the letter issued by the Secretary of the Dewan Rakyat dated 17 April, where it says that uh, 18 May is only the one day sitting. But then, in that letter, it also says that you know after. Tita di Raja, then there will be the pembentangan RUU that is debate on the law, bills and things like that, and also usul kerajaan only. And now this letter by the secretary, the same person, dated 13 May, and also subsequently, I think most of you had read the media statement by the speaker, who said that on the 18 there will be no. Pembentangan ter aluyu and the usul kerajaan. So this is taken us back a bit because the new development has effectively mean that after 
the Tuanku had make his uh, king speech that he will leave and then all of us will go home. There will be no more debate. This is very much against the constitution, against the spirit of the constitution, and I did to file an action in the court, I think, uh, to uh, get my relief because effectively it means that uh, my usul will not be heard. They are depriving me my right and the right of the people of which I am representing, of whom me and uh, the hundred and over MPs uh, who are the opposition's MP representing are deprived of hearing from the government. So many issues. Right? We want to ask the Minister of Health how many countries has he contacted because he has said uh, 500 countries, so you want him to name each one of them, and also he had said that, you know, by drinking warm water, you'll be okay, you'll not uh, be affected by this COVID-19. So we want to ask him how he actually got all this uh, information. And also we, uh, we want to ask the Deputy Women Prime Minister who said that, you know, you have to act like a Doraemon uh, to distress your husband at home. So we want to ask her whether she has actually done that and where did she get all the idea. And also we have this uh, Deputy Minister who had actually Langar, the PKP, remember, uh, you know, who has breached the MCO and there was fined 1,000 ringgit. And then we have this incompetency of this uh, presence uh, government, the minister who made contradictory statement. We have the minister of finance saying one thing on the, uh, on the interest. And then we have the bank Nagara saying the other thing on the interest rate. So we want to find out, the people want to know what happened to the stimulus packages. So without this... Uh, sitting, just the Tita Diraja, without debate on the motion. So how is the government going to pass the bill to stimulate the economy? Uh, the packages that they had announced, 260 billion, where are they going to get the money? Right? Are they going to just uh, go into the coffer and then just use it without they want approval? That will be misappropriation and that is illegal. And most importantly, I think uh, we also want to ask the government, right, on the MCO, uh, they used the MCO as a reason to deny us the sitting on the 18. They said that MCO, because of the MCO, that has not been controlled. We hereby uh, uh, said that uh, you know the one-day sitting is only limited to the uh, Tuanku speech. My question, which I want to ask all of you also to help me to find out, is whether in the Prevention of the uh, Disease Act, Prevention and Control of the Right, Infectious Disease Act, does it include COVID-19? Right? And my research shows that it does not. So it, it does not. So how can they use MCO uh, to limit us and restrict our movement? In fact, MCO is illegal because COVID-19 is not covered under the law. I have checked with the Gazette whether the minister in this case has use his discretions uh, to to uh, amend the schedule and things like that. But it has not been gazetted. There's no gazette in the edit chamber list of gazette to say that, uh, you know, all these things has been gazetted. And the last it was gazetted was back in 2016, I think. So there is a big question mark now lingering as to whether the MCO is valid. If the MCO is not valid, it has not been up by parliament has not been amended, it's not being, uh, uh, you know, changed, just like what they did in Singapore. In Singapore, they introduced a new law on the 
COVID-19, right? Remember? And also, what is social distancing in Malaysian law? It is not being defined. There is no law to talk about social distancing in Malaysia. In Singapore, yes, it talks about one meter. But Malaysia, as we can see now, there is no definition. Everybody just go nearby each other. And also, there's no law to, to stop uh, people from practicing that uh, SOP. So there is a lot of questions that uh, want to ask this uh, backdoor government. How did they actually come up with all this SOP without a valid law? right? And now they deny parliament from sitting, just one day sitting by asking Tuan Ko to come and then give a royal speech. It's just basically to... Uh, just to what they said is that to ensure that they are not in breach of the uh, federal constitution because federal constitution said that they must, parliament must sit within six months. It can only prorogue for six months from the last one in December. The last thing was in December. Okay? And then they must sit within six months, otherwise they will have to uh, dissolve parliament. So they used this opportunity. At first, they didn't think about the motion that were going to file by uh, Langkawi and Batu Sapi. But now they realize that there are these two motions that will shake the foundations of this government. So they use these uh, backdoor ways uh, to, to uh, disallow parliament from sitting. So I think uh, we have to protest and I hope you guys uh, with me. I don't think we can allow this uh, democracy and, and uh, a democratic government uh, in Malaysia to be stolen by a backdoor Government. But can the speaker, does the speaker of the House of the Parliament have the power to not pass? The speaker at this moment is saying things that he has been informed by the Prime Minister of the country, the current one, that, you know, uh, the sitting on Monday would only be the Tuanku uh, speech. So it has to adhere the instruction given by the government. So the speaker does not have any power to set the schedule for the sitting? The speaker has a power, but sometimes the speaker of the house will have to adhere to the instruction given by the government of the day. I guess the speaker should have advised the uh, the government that, you know, the next day should be the continuation of the of the sitting, not to say that the next sitting will be in July. So they are just mm -hmm. buying time. You see, at this moment, we can see that uh, this uh, present government is just buying time. They are just trying to, uh, you know, go around the country, do the shopping, maybe with some of the MPs. We don't know. We don't know. But I think this is where... Uh, you know, our country is being hijacked uh, by this backdoor government. I think it is very, very uh, unfair to the people who has elected uh, the legitimate government, which is the Pakatan Harapat, which has now been, uh, uh, you know, uh, thrown out by the backdoor ways, and now they are doing another hijacking of parliament. So parliamentary democracy is at risk at this moment. So we, the people, must protest, we cannot allow this uh, thing to continue. So what is, I guess, one way that us as people could do? That is a very interesting question. I think the people can 
do quickly and write to the respective MPs and then demand the MPs uh, to do the right things and then write to the uh, speakers immediately and then do a protest and then we want to show them that we have the number. I think the important thing is that uh, if the you know, Pakatan Harapan can show the numbers that we have uh, more than 112, we can walk into the Istana and then say that uh, we have the majority. Yeah, I, I know that there that is the plan, but I know some people have said that you going around getting that 112 is defying the the words of the king. So in a way, it's... No, you must not forget that uh, the king at this moment will already is acting under the constitution to say that, you see, at this moment in time, who does he think has the confidence of the house? Okay, so if he thinks that at this moment that a particular person has the confidence of the house, then he has to make sure that that particular person is going to become the prime minister of the country. Okay, that's what happened. He, he has the confidence at that time that uh, Tan Sri Muhyiddin had the majority, so he decided to... Uh, to, to do that and then uh, and then Mohadin, uh, but then now that uh, if there is a change of uh, number I think those who have the number can go to the starter yeah. right I'm just curious to know um, other than you yourself and uh, the MP for Langkawi are there other MPs who have rallied behind you to Oh yes, I think I have been in communication with uh, most of our MPs in Pakatan Harapan and they are in support of the move these uh, motions heard in the day one. Uh, it's just that now that we have been hijacked by this uh, backdoor government again, I think time for the people to protest, uh, you know, through their voices uh, to the government and then uh, we have to ensure that uh, we cannot allow our democracy to be stolen just like that. Because you said that in the constitution that the parliament sitting has to be within six months of the last session. So is there a specific definition of what a sitting is? Are, are you going to argue against that? To no, say the, that the, the last sitting we had in the day one was in, it, it ended December. in December last yeah. year. Okay, that was a former official parliamentary sitting. So it started from there and then six months uh, is from December. So it would expire sometime in June. June. But they did it earlier before Paraya uh, because they uh, probably they have the reason. But then it's only to ensure that they are not in breach of that particular article in the constitution. So they decided to do this one day sitting. At first, they said the one day sitting will include uh, you know pembentangan on the RUU. But now, the even that they are taking away. They just say oh one day sitting is only for Tuan Ku to come and give a speech, and then they even. Uh, instructed us to wear the number one uh, attire, meaning to say that in the full regalia of yeah. the, the uh, attire. You see, if you have been awarded, uh, you know, Tansri, Tudship, and things like that, so you'll be wearing all that uh, thing uh, to the medals and that sort of thing to the house. So they are probably, you know, the intention of the government is not, it's not good. It's malafide there. We call it in law. It's bad. So can you argue, I guess now what you're doing is you're going to approach the courts to... I think that's on, my only venue is to go to the court. Is to go to the court and see if the court can grant me leave to argue about this matter. Because this one concerning uh, government decision, we have to get the leave of the court to proceed. So I guess now 
for those who are listening, um, I hope you have a better idea of what's happening. I think we're all still a bit confused or taken aback with the latest development. But this is the most updated news I can get from my father so far. If you have any questions, feel free to ask me, get in touch. And if you know any of your MPs in your area, I think most of you should be familiar. You know, get in touch with them, use your rights. I think a lot of us are feeling a bit helpless, right? not sure what to do, but we can talk to our MPs. They're there to listen to us. Um, they're here to serve us, not, um, not the other way around. So exercise your rights and pester them to make the right decision. But any last words? Any last word? I think the last word is that uh, we have to ensure that our parliamentary institution is recognized, is respected uh, by the world all over. We cannot allow uh, this uh, kind of, uh, you know, cowboys uh, speaker to come and ruin our reputation as a very independent uh, institution. We have not been able to hold our head high uh, since this. Uh, hijacking by the backdoor government, but I think uh, we have to ensure that uh, we will not be uh, bought over by them and then allow us to become the laughing stock of the world. As we can see, it has already become one and then uh, the present Prime Minister doesn't have the recognition from the world leaders, unlike uh, Langkawi, you know, where he has a high regard despite his old age. But I think uh, we have to uh, unite in our struggle against this undemocratic uh, government. So there you go, ladies and gentlemen. Is democracy dying in our country or are we on the way to seeing a revival? So yes, ladies and gentlemen, this is a very short episode. Um, it's not really a conversation, but more of a rant from my dad. Uh, obviously, the news of the half-day parliament seating came as a shock to him uh, as soon as he landed a few hours ago. But I hope that our system um, allows the right thing to prevail, the truth to prevail. And, you know, we could still have faith in the democratic process. Otherwise, you know, what's the point? But yes, hopefully we'll be able to record a few more episodes while he is here. Hoping everyone is staying safe and keep washing your hands, everybody. Okay, bye!